Oh my goodness, Alyssa Edwards, what's happening at your lovely home this afternoon? I'm trying to make the best of this quarantine life by keeping myself productive and busy around my home. I've done cleaned every closet. Spring cleaning came early this way. <laughs> I've organized my drag room so you can know how many days that took. I uh, built a home gym in my garage and we're still getting rid of those back rolls. And I just turned 40. So I'm learning, I'm still learning about a lot about myself in this thing called life. Yeah, she, ooh, she's a distinguished woman of a certain age. <laughs> she's not old, she's established. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hello, 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 squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a Drag Race historian. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, She's already the hair hers. Brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1, this podcast takes you through every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12. Each week, I am joined by RuPaul's Drag Race icons, i.e. the queens who have made herstory, to talk about this season and their own drag race experiences. So thank you for listening, and warning, because there's going to be what? Spoilers! Perfection. So, consider yourself warned. And to keep up, make sure you watch Drag Race every Friday on VH1 at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. Central. Or you can watch in select territories on WoW Presents Plus if you're someplace where you can't get VH1. Now, having said that, friends, contestants, distinguished judges, I am joined today by Drag Race Royalty, one of the most talked about, beloved, revered, and worshipped stars in the history of RuPaul's Drag Race and maybe the universe. She is a talented dancer, a beautiful spokesmodel, a respected teacher, and a fierce queen. Always and forever, she's sitting on a secret, Miss Alyssa Edwards. Now, John Pauly, I am so very happy to be here, but I got to tell you, that was the intro of all intros, and I'm so glad this is recorded because I am going to use that from now on. For every stage performance, every time I wake up, I need that on my alarm clock. <laughs> yes. Now, so are you? Are you um like you're cleaning things up? Have you been hoarding things? Have you been baking, rhinestoning their fridge? What 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 else? Uh, actually, opposite. I've you know at this point have probably donated um an entire closet. <laughs> I am uh supporting local restaurants and bakeries and snackeries and uh, <laughs> anything that can support my community. Yeah. So the taking up of the cooking, I'm going to leave that for the professionals. Uh, me and Shangela, we did try to over Instagram live, uh, read the instructions and virtually cook a pork chop together. It, we were very unsuccessful. <laughs> uh, no houses were burned down. So I think now what I'm really enjoying doing the most is quiet time in my room journaling, which is which is really rare for me being at home and not being on an airplane or um, at the dance studio. So yeah, I will tell you one thing: Drag Race is definitely a light that the world needs right now. Amen. I agree, sister. Yeah, it's a giving. You know, gives us all something fun to look forward to every Friday, and then you still kind of can watch the queens. You know, when their shenanigans online on Instagram and stuff. Oh, the saga of the drag race is much more than just Friday because then it carries over into the next day. And then you watch the tune it or boot it. And then you got to get onto Twitter and see who was mad at one of the judges' critiques. And, and then, then you see all the fan responses. It's just, it's all in fun, though. It's all in fun. 
I, I can say just for me, uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it being on the sidelines than being in the game, especially in this time. Yeah, I hear you. So are you enjoying season 12? Well, first, let me start off by saying enjoying is an understatement. I've always been a fan of the show, okay? And then you go on the show, and then you become like, you know what's going on. You've been there in that room. You've spent many hours in that room. Or are you, like Aiden Zane, take the, you know, taking a couple naps in that room? <laughs> but this season is very entertaining to me. And it might be just a bonus that we're all sitting at home. So we get on a virtual Zoom call with all of our uh, homies, and we watch the show together. and. It's like it's like watching a, a, a sporting event these days. Drag is, and so I'm I'm actually loving this season. Now, who are you loving in the cast? Give me give me two or three of your favorites. Whoa, 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 okay. Well, Gigi does everything good, and I, and I love his story. I love that he is a very um, young but very well equipped queen. I mean, I, I wouldn't call him a baby queen as far as like his ability and his level of expertise and knowledge of his references. And um, I love the story that his, you know, birth mom is his drag mom who makes all his clothes. I just think that it's so wonderful. And I actually messaged him today and I said, you should hug your mom tight. We need more moms like her in the world. Yes. Um, Heidi in the closet. OMG for me is truly just something that needs to be on TV just needs to be seen and heard, a ray of sunshine, just a bundle of joy. I can tell that just good folk. And I think Jackie Cox is very talented. Aiden Zane has her own unique style. And I know everybody's got a comment about Miss Britta, but I have enjoyed it. I have enjoyed Miss Britta. She's very serious and she loves that she is from New York. Uh, you know, and just Jan, just Jan is just Jan. Just full of personality, energetic, you know, goes for it full out on the runway. Miss Jada is so gorgeous. Now, I knew of Jada from the pageant circuit, but I am learning so much more than I ever could have thought or imagined. I think she is completely hilarious and funny. And I, I love I love his uh, confessionals. I, it just has me on my couch giggling over here on Good Friday night. <laughs> The Widow Von Du, Crystal Method. I mean, there's this this cast is really just filled with it all. I agree with you completely. Now, are you ready to be gooped or drooped? All of the above. <laughs> I love it. Okay, now, at the very beginning of the episode, Jan is up, real upset. She is going through it because Miss Britta has departed. Mm -hmm. Now, did you think she was crying over Britta being home or she just was she just sad because she didn't win or what was going on there? You know, I think Miss Jan at the top of the episode is crying for a number of things. I know that she's saying it's because her good Judy, Miss Britta is gone. But girl, you know, this whole this whole situation is going to end. So you're going to go back to New York City and we know that Britta loves New York City, baby. And you guys will be able to say y'all experiences forever. So I think that probably was definitely a part of it. And then there's that part where I know what she's feeling. I've been here cooped up in this room with the same characters day in and day out for eight to 10 hours, 11 hours a day. And I'm not winning. And I know I'm fierce and beautiful. So <laughs> I think there's like, it's a combination. She is feeling her emotions. She's in her feelings at this moment. And those feelings could in this game and at this particular point, 
they could be, you know, a little a sabotaging. Yes. And I know firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Let's just get into this episode. They, they got to make some commercials for Droop, which is like Goop by Gwyneth Paltrow, but draggy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that, that when, when Rue walked in and said they were going to be giving these gift boxes, I said, ain't nothing on Drag Race a gift unless it entails a little bit of shade and shading and reading. And that's exactly what the girls did in the mini challenge. They went right for the jugglers right off the top. And I'm interested to know if some of those reads were a little bit of hidden truths up in there. Gigi and Jackie went in on Jada. Went in on Jada and Miss Crystal Method was her partner. Went in. And it was hilarious and hysterical. So thank you, Gigi. Thank you, uh, Jackie, for coming in and saying, you know what? It's a new day. The sun is shining. But guess what? We got our shades on. Buckle up, whores. <laughs> yeah, because they were kind of having to give each other products. Like shady bosom buddies. You know, the best friend who always can dig in and get you. It was good. It was hysterical. So after they finish the mini challenge, then Rue announces the maxi challenge is going to be a commercial and you're creating a product and you've got to like sell it and create a commercial. Um, and you have done these very well. That's how we got Alyssa's secret. Okay, I know all about this shindig, this charade. Now, I don't, I don't know if I did it well, but I did it good enough where people would uh, remember. I actually thought the Alyssa secret idea was really good. I thought it was genius, but of course, you know, I think everything that I do is good. So <laughs> it actually turned out to be a catchy, campy idea that's, you know, people caught on to. So yeah, it launched an empire. It did launch an empire. I like that. Thank you, John Polly. Yes, the Alyssa Secret Empire. And then you also did your DDG energy drink in mm -hmm. All Stars too. You know, I really like that one now. The Alyssa Secret you know, okay, I was, she was still learning, but I came back to All Stars, you know, with the glow up, and I thought the DDG is going to be a home run. Well, it got me to second base, safe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was better than a strikeout, right? So um, the girls start getting ready. They start, you know, mapping out their storyboards. They're putting together their ideas. Heidi and Jada and Widow are talking. And we find out that Heidi made, how much did Heidi say she made last year? When Heidi had mentioned that she worked at a gas station and made $9,000, $9,000 in one year, this means a lot to her. You know, and I know that she can probably almost taste a win. That that's a that's a cute little five thousand dollar cash tip. The dollars, the five thousand dollars. So she's thinking, look, if I can get two wins, that's my annual gross income. You know, look, I have so much respect for someone that is not afraid of working at all. And for her to say that and be so um candid and very like Look, I made $9,000 at a gas station. I'm here to get a job. I'm here to get my bookings. I'm here to get a win. And look, that's the motivation. That's the drive in the end. I, and I could see that in her. I, I just, I have so much love for that person. You know, on the show and even like since the show, she talks about coming from kind of like, you know, meager circumstances. But but she says it with such, you know, matter of factness and, and cheer. She's never like ashamed of anything. She's just like, here's my story. And, I, you know, and I'm going to make my life even better. And I can relate to Heidi. You embrace it. You say, well, I have two options here. 
I can either be a victim or I can be a victor. And a part of being a victor is saying, look, I, I embrace where I came from and I can't change that, but I can, I can rework this future. That's why I think Heidi's really, you know, taking things. We see her in past challenges, you know, uh, like the makeup, her taking the critiques and her telling the other girls, look, I am trying. I'm doing my very best to be the very best that I, I can be. And I'm playing the cards that were dealt to me. That's admirable. And, and, and she also still seems like she's having fun along the way. Oh, she's having an absolute ball. And she's laughing at herself. Like some things probably people would take personal, like when they're doing the walkthrough and Bob Harper makes a comment about maybe her gap in her teeth and she laughs about it and she's kind of in on the joke, which makes it even more fun. <laughs> Absolutely. I like when, when they're talking to Jackie, Bob, Bob Harper and RuPaul are talking to Jackie and she explains what a Merkin is. Well, I didn't know what a Merkin was. So when she said that, I thought, a who? A what? <laughs> But I like Miss Jackie, so I feel like, look, that's a very smart queen right there. Got a good head on her shoulders, family friendly. I said, okay, I'm sure Jackie's going to do great at this. And then when I have found out what a Merkin was, is that really a real thing? Apparently. Huh. Okay. I'm going to have to Google that. I'm going to have to uh, research that. I don't think I was fully clear, but like uh, Shaka Khan said, it was very educational. Absolutely. And right after that is when Rue tells the queens before they leave that Ashaka Khan is going to be the guest of honor on the next day. They all freak out. Of course they do. Now, speaking of icons and legends, even Widow, she got real emotional. Yeah. These are the queens that we are impersonating or we're lip syncing to or we're listening to while we're getting painted. And these are the people before us that have inspired us. So I remember in season five when Rue said I was going to be lip syncing to uh, Cold Hearted Snake. I just, oh my gosh, thought, what if Paula Abdul sees this? You know, because she's like my, my icon lady. And then, you know, we see, you know, Lady Gaga, Nicki Minaj, and all these guest judges. That, that, that's very, quite the tea is what it is. True. So we're going to take a little break here in a second. When we come back, we are going to see some commercials. We're going to get to the runway. We're going to spoil some more spoilers. And it's going to be real cute. All right. And now a word from World of Wonder and Trixie Mattel and Katya from Self-Isolation. Hello. Hi. How are you? Girl, this quarantine is making me lose my grip on reality. Girl, I think we're all figuring it out. Yes, that's Trixie and Katya coming to you from their new podcast for UN. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. You know you want it. Original Bizarre Podcast Bliss. I have a confession to make. What? I spent a solid two days binge watching old episodes of Oh. Oh my God, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> See, drag queens, they're just like us. So it's a joy to hear Trixie inform you that now is the time to release the show in podcast format so fans can listen again and again and again while they sit in isolation. Now that sounds healthy to me. I think that's really cool. <laughs> so. There you have it, Trixie and Katya and Un, the podcast. Listen now, wherever you get yours. So, we are back. We are talking about the Droop 
episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. My guest of honor today is the illustrious Alyssa Edwards. We're going to spoil some things. How you doing, Alyssa? Well, I'm here. <laughs> I am here. I am quarantined, and I am grateful. Thank you, John Pauly, for having me. And Drew. Come on, Droop. Yes, Droop is a luxury brand of drag queen products, apparently. So the girls head to the green screen, and they're going to make their commercials. And what's the trick to doing one of these well? Well, I would like to give you the trick, but since I have not cracked the code, I would just say have a storyboard. Have a distinct idea. Be aware of the assignment. And this is something that this challenge will, will, will forever be there. You got to kind of somewhat be a little prepared for this challenge and have fun, have fun, make people laugh. It's kind of like those uh, QV, what is it, the QVC? What is that? The infomercials? Yeah. You got to be entertaining. You know, sometimes you turn on that channel and you're like, what in the absolute bizarre charade is this? (laughs) Would you like to come on Drag Race and direct one of these commercial challenges? You know, you sit in the the chair and, and tell them what to do. I know you've done choreography, but how about one of these? Oh, so you want me to be the Steven Spielberg? Yeah. Well, I would like to come on there and direct, but I would tell the girls real quick, what's the story? Where's the storyboard? You got 20 minutes and action. Your time begins, girl. Make it happen. Be funny. Make people laugh and sell your product. Get your coins. Okay. And invest your money and pay your taxes. (laughs) Very wise. You are such a wise lady. That's the trick. That's the tip of the day. Okay. And they start doing them. Jan uh, is very high energy. Is she, is she too high energy? Well, I, I really appreciated Miss Jan's energetic approach to this because people want to laugh. And I think she had a really clever idea. She was staying true to herself. I enjoyed Jan's commercial. And maybe it's just because I enjoy Jan. I would invest my money in her product. I would. You know, what is that? Shark Tank. If I was Mark Cuban, I would say, Jan, I'm very interested in this. Now slow down and tell me all this again. And can you put it in writing, dollface? Thank you. And then Bob gives Heidi advice. And then he says, you're funnier when the camera's not running. Put that in your ad, which I think was very good advice. Well, I can relate to that because that's exactly what happened to me when I was marketing the DDG. I was going with it and they're like, Alyssa, stop overthinking it. We know you're wanting to give this valedictorian speech. All of that's not necessary. Have fun. You're selling go-go juice, the energy drink for the gal on the go, high kicking and twirling. And I think when Heidi started putting the crocodile tears into the little container, I lost it. <laughs> when I was trying to sell throw tay, what was that? It was too serious. The idea of the throte sounded like it could have been funny, but she was sitting there. It just was a little bland. Widow is a very fun, over-the-top character. I think that was what was missing from her infomercial. Right. It just seemed a little like dour, you know, a little bit. It just seemed more fun. Well, we're at the point in the competition where everyone is good. So to really stand out and excel, you have to kind of be outstanding. And I think Widow knew that. I think after she watched the commercial, she knew. Crystal comes in to do her commercial. She's got her little baby blue suit on, her ruffles. Did you like her suit? I did like her suit and I like her energy. I like that she walked in. She was uh, listening to the director's notes I I will tell you, she was one I was like, hmm, okay. She's very smart because this is something Rue's really given her a note or a compliment every time he sees her. 
how is this going to translate? The commercial itself was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. I found myself laughing when she started like using it as like a wipe. I was like, this girl. But it's like those things. You watch them shooting them in these challenges and you're never quite sure how it's going to turn out. Some people are stumbling. They're this or that. And then boom, we see the product and some like take off and fly and some just kind of hover. You're exactly right. You because you could be a little over prepared or under prepared, or maybe the jokes didn't land, or maybe it was uh, too much material crammed into one minute, and and then you got some. Did you really sell the product? <laughs> I think people like Heidi, who are just unintentionally funny. People like Jackie, who is really prepared. Those landed. People like Crystal, who you really didn't know, it ended up being the final product outstanding and marketable. You just got to have a vision. You got to know what you're selling. I'll tell you the one person that I would purchase was Miss Jada's luxurious Jada Essence Hall tuck and panties. Now, <laughs> the rhinestones, the jewels, all the bedazzled trinkets that sold me. And I thought her making fun of herself and uh, the gay's anatomy, hysterical. It was short, direct, to the point, funny. She looked funny. She acted funny. And I wanted to rewind and watch it again. You'd be a very good judge with these critiques I'm getting. <laughs> I need to critique myself then. <laughs> well, let's get to the runway. We'll get to day two. They come in. They're getting into their black wedding looks. Are you, are you going to do you ever plan to have a wedding? Are you going to get married sometime? Uh, I do want to have a wedding, but I want my wedding to be much like Forrest Gump's uh, wedding. I want it to be, you know, very um, country. And I want to get, you know, married in something, you know, like navy blue or hunter green and be barefoot. And I want, you know, violins and all of that, maybe like a pawn ceremony. And then afterwards, I want the party, but I want to get up, you know, in drags. And then I want to come out and do like, you know, a full parade. Ooh, I, what kind of parade? I just want the dance company kids, all of the Beyond Belief kids to come out and dance. And I want I want to do a lip sync number, maybe have the whole House of Edwards up in there. I, I just want a full parade. I want to go up and down that long driveway. And I want people to be watching and cheering like they're at a pride festival. I mean, it's going to be an event. What would you be lip syncing to? What would be your number? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. You know, well, first I want to come out to maybe like Celine Dion. Okay. It's all coming back. And then I want it, then I want to go into something where I take off the bottom piece of the wedding gown that's like the tool. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this joy has liberated me, me, me. And then all the dancers start coming out, strobe lights and all. Ooh, I'm going to have a seizure. <laughs> well, I might have one too, but it'd be a good time. And who's going to be your maid of honor? Oh my gosh. Now see, you're trying it. You're trying to look, I don't even have a partner and you're trying to get me blocked by all my friends when they listen to this and say, oh, that's how that's going to go down. I think we're going to put uh, about four names. I got four names I'm going to put into a big bowl and I'm just going to draw one out. That's the only fair way, right? Okay. What are the names? Well, you know, Miss Shangela would be one. My um, good best friend, Miss Shelly Wellborn over in Forney, Texas will be two. My granny's going to walk me down the aisle. So that's going to be that. Uh -huh. For the maid of honor. Oh my God. I think it's going to be either those two or Frankie. Okay. Who's Frankie? 
Frankie, you know Frankie Tanky, my good Judy. But you're not going to wear black, are you? Oh, no, 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 no. See, no, we're not doing all that. And you know what other wedding I like? I like the wedding from Twilight, the movie. I want my wedding to be country whimsical. So when I heard it was a, like, it just reminded me of that song, A Nice Day for a White Wedding. They said, no, we're, this is the remix, okay? So let's get to the runway. Let's get to the looks. Who did you love? I love the runway so much. I thought all of the queens this week, all of them looked incredible. And I thought they all had their own little individual take on it. And I like the storytelling concept that we're, we're seeing a lot of conceptual runways this season. One that really pops out to me is Jan always has these really interesting conceptual ideas. And this week she came out and she looked beautiful. Um, I thought Jada just looked, I mean, like a real housewife. Yes. Crystal's idea, once again, it could be one of those things. A great idea, maybe not go over so well. I thought, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. Gigi Good. Now, the commercial was a little bland for her. I mean, because at this point, she's really set herself up to be someone that's kind of like a front runner, someone that's leading the pack as far as like she has three wins under her belt and the expectation, the bar has been set. Which is a great thing, but it also could be like a double-edged sword. But the runway look was stellar. And I thought Widow Von Du was great on the runway. And Miss Heidi was gorgeous, head-to-toe makeup. She nailed it. I agree with you completely. I thought Crystal kind of reminded me, you know, Jinx's Day of the Dead runway look. A similar vibe, or am I wrong? You're absolutely right. That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, very smart. You know, I remember when we heard the Latin theme, no one thought of that, but Jinx. So that was very clever. And you separate yourself when you have a creative concept that you know you can fully execute. And she did that. And was Jan, did she have like smoke coming out of her bosom? Jan was on fire. She was smoking hot. Jackie was running around trying to find her missing husband or something. Oh, that's the concept. Okay. You know what? That's what I'm saying when I think of concepts. I think of every time she comes out, she has this story and you can see it by uh, the portrayal, by the character, what is being told through the theme and through Jackie's idea of her drag fantasy. She was telling stories. Then we see the final commercials. We've talked about a lot of the commercials already. I'm just going to mention each one and their setup. You just give me a word. So first, Jackie was given us I Dream of Jeannie, selling the Merkin. What'd you think? Mm, hold on. Let me, let me think. I got to get creative here. It was educational. It was really prepared. I would give her a A+. Plus. A plus to it, like I Dream of Jeannie Merkin. Did you ever watch I Dream of Jeannie? You know what? I got to say this about Jackie, too. When she was telling this story, I thought, okay, she had a reference. She had an idea. She was very clear and thought out with this Merkin. Even though I did not know what a Merkin was, I want to Google. I want to go back and rewatch I Dream of Jeannie. And I probably want to send Jackie some money and a thank you card. That could be Alyssa's other secret. <laughs> That's why I got so many at this point. Okay, one word. One word to describe the Merkin. Execution. Execution. That's what I think of. Because she delivered it. Yeah. Jan was giving you sure, Jan. She was like the nerdy girl and you spray the spray and she turns all cute and, and hyper. Jantastic. Love it. Jada, she calls herself the terrible actress from Gay's Anatomy, is selling her glamorous luxury tuck panties. One word. Clever. Gigi, good night, bitch. She says, hi, I'm better than you. And, you know, she's got some cute moments. What'd you think? Bland. <laughs> okay. Sherry gave us an aura pie, which I didn't really know what that meant, but what did you think? Confused. 
Heidi's hydrates. Hysterical. I liked when she was explaining the side effects may cause hair loss and mood swings. Then Rue also told her she's going to sue her black ass. You know what? That was very smart of Heidi to take Rue's advice. It showed that she was listening and she's coachable. I commend her for that. And then Widow gets some kind of rough critiques, uh, just saying, you know, she didn't really find the fun in it. I want to say, though, I want to switch words, okay? I think Widow's was basically bland, and I think Gigi Goods was blah. Fair enough. And then what about Crystal's kooky magic mullet? This was another smart one. What is it when you know your signature? Oh, branded. Very smart. Does Crystal make you want to grow a mullet for yourself? Well, I do live over here in that neck of the woods, so I might as well just go ahead and attempt it at least, right? I think you'd look very cute with a mullet. I'm sure I could dig up a photo of me with the mullet back in the day over here in good old Mesquite, Texas. I don't think I rocked it as good as Miss Crystal did, but you know what? I gave it a go. <laughs> good. Okay, so they get critiques, and then they ask that question. Rue says, who should go home tonight and why? And it was kind of rough. You know what? It was rough, but I feel like this group of gals were very honest with the fact that this is the person who I think should go home based off this particular challenge. They were all very honest. No one wasn't him hawing around and, well, this person's my friend. No, girl, like Miss Heidi told her, she's my best friend in the competition. It is what it is. You know when the girls get up there and they're like, I need to really save my friend or she loaned me a shirt and she... <laughs> I call shade. <laughs> they all were just, hey, here it is. Okay, this is random, but thinking about loaning a shirt, what was the most notorious piece that you wore on the drag race stage that belonged to somebody else? Like, did you ever wear an, uh, somebody else's wig or somebody else's tank top or something similar to that? Did you ever borrow somebody or loan somebody something that was a moment? Well, you know, it's a part of, a part of being a queen. Girl, you got any nail glue I can borrow? You got an earring back? Does anybody in here have a pinky nail? It's a part of it. And it seems like these girls are all being very sisterhood of the season 12 traveling twinks. Because that's what I look at when I say, <laughs> Gigi's what, 20 years old? And Brock of Sakura, 19? They get younger and younger and wiser. They're all coming out of the womb doing drag. I mean, well, you know, Gigi probably was watching Drag Race at 10 years old. Totally. Oh, my God. They get dismissed. They go to Untucked. Luckily in Untucked, Chaka Khan goes back and has a visit, and she holds Widow's hand and gives her a really sweet encouragement, which gives Widow the fire that she brings back on stage afterwards. And first, Rue declares like a top four. Jackie did great. Jada did great. Heidi did great. Crystal did great. But the winner is... The winner is good old Miss Hydrated Heidi. Okay, so we have all those good girls have done well and are safe and Heidi wins. And then the bottom, it's between Gigi and Miss Sherry Pie and Miss Jan and Miss Widow Von Du. And who ends up at the bottom? I can tell you, it was Miss Jan and Widow Von Du, but I honestly thought... It was going to be Sherry Pie and Widow Von Duke because I personally would have purchased Miss Jan's energy drink. I don't know what Sherry Pie was selling. I never got the whole thing. I did. I, I was fully confused and just and just what is going on here? A pie? What? And you want money? What's going on here? So I was thinking, which one would you buy, Alyssa? And I did like Miss Heidi. And I like the tuck and panties. Practical. What would be the next product that you would bring out to the world? If you know, an Alyssa branded item that the world needs. Oh, we all need like that shade button that is an untucked. We all need a tongue pop button. 
<gasps> Absolutely. We need to do that. You see, that's how you do it right there. It's branded. It's right on time. A punk pop can be a read. It can be a snap. Okay. Like, all right. You did that, girl. Oh, my God. I'm getting our scientists on this immediately. Okay. You will own 49% of the company. Okay. You can take 51. I pre- I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. So it's time to do a lip sync. The song is Shaka Khan's This Is My Night. John, this is my very favorite part of this competition, of this show. It's what's inspired me so much. This is what usually 99.9% of most queens, this is what we do. This is what we do. This is how we start. Before we ever even put that first wig on, it was a it was a towel out of the shower. And we start doing some kind of lip sync with the jig right there in the bathroom. This is where the energy and the passion come to life. When them lights go down and that spotlight comes up, it's showtime. And there stands Widow and there stands Jan. They love what they do so very much. They love being a part of this competition. And both of their eyes are set on winning. So that 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 is the perfect recipe for a great lip sync. And how do you think they each did? How what would you say about Jan's performance? You know what I was saying earlier with being over overly prepared. And I could say this just as a choreographer. Sometimes you can over choreograph a piece. And 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 I can say this for myself. I like to over accessorize. I like to put a lot of junk on, and sometimes I don't want to edit, even though when I, I I know I need to. In this certain feeling and emotion of the the music, Jan is missing the mark. I think all the unnecessary death drops and I get where she's going with it. It's her passion and I can see that fire in her eyes. But Miss Widow Von Du is giving y'all drag, honey. Just from the front to the back, emotion is just coming out of her fingertips. She's looking right up there at Shaka Khan and she's letting her know, you have inspired me. You have encouraged me. And I'm standing here right now today letting you know that I am a drag queen that loves to perform. Widow brought so much like passion and soul and heart to it. She did. Widow knew what that song was and what it was about. And she had really backstage talked to herself. And she channeled that inner emotion, that Shaka Khan feeling, and gave y'all drag. Getting on her knees, there was no stone left unturned in that performance. Ooh, very true. What's been your favorite lip sync that you performed? Because you've been in some epic ones. You versus Tatiana, you versus Coco. What's been your favorite? Ooh, I'm very proud of everything that I brought. And I really learned a lot about myself as a performer. And I hope that every one of these queens take this moment and just really run with it. But I'll tell you, the lip syncs were my favorite. Tatiana's and mine. Oh, that was like that sudden death challenge. We're both in it. Oh my gosh, the lip sync with Coco Montrese is so very special to me because like I said, I love that song so very much. Cold-Hearted Snake. And that was a powerful moment for both of us. I actually loved Nothing Going On But The Rent. Ah, yes, your performance in that is one of my favorite things in the world. In that green suit. I just was like, this is my moment. I can show Rue. I don't have to high kick. I don't have to split. I don't have to do pirouette turns and troll around. I can stand right here and look you right in the eyes and light up this whole damn room because I'm electrifying. And when I open that jacket and I put my leg up there, I need my rent paid. Where's my money? Where's my check? And where's my Shantae you stay? Hiking that leg up on the doorway. I'm like, what is that girl doing? I was using the set as a pro. And you and you used it very well. Uh, it's it's drag race history. It's, it's, it's legend. It's iconography. It's perfection. Well, thank you very much. I'll take that. And now we got to say goodbye to one of our girls. What did you think about the decision? 
I agree with the decision. I'm very, oh, for Jan, because I know this really meant a lot to her. But I'll tell you, John, and everyone listening, this is just the beginning. This is a very talented person that has a lot of energy um, and excitement and a good attitude. And I I can't wait to watch Miss Jan come back to All Stars. I'm putting it into the universe right now. And Ruth, you're listening. Call that lady up because she's going to come sing it and trolling through again. It will be her story. And I'm glad to see Widow had a fire lit under her that she kind of rose to the occasion. She brought her soul and passion to it. And I, I want more for her, too. Miss Widow, she deserved it. She got up there and I could tell that lady probably went in the bathroom and said, "Now hold up. You don't fought too many battles to get to this point in your life, and your career. When they push play, you start to perform like you know you can do. And if you get to stay, it's time to slay. That's how this thing goes. You got to talk to yourself and you got to tell that inner saboteur, you got to go on, you got to truck it, keep it on down the road somewhere else, but it ain't coming up in here around my spirit, soul, and space. Ah, Alyssa Edwards, thank you so much for talking about this episode. This has been a joy. It really, really has. And I'm just hats off to all the girls. I know what they're going through and I know it can be a lot and you're putting yourself out there for the whole world to see you and judge you and just be true to yourself and have fun because you'll look back on this and go, you know what? Maybe I didn't get to win, but guess what? I'm happy that it happened. Thank you for having me, John, and all of y'all listening. Keep drag the momentum alive and a go when we need it in the world. Will do, ma'am. And what is next for Miss Alyssa? What will we be seeing from you coming up? Well, I think my book of life, it's already written. It's just now being read out loud. And I am enjoying this chapter, chapter 40. I am here. I am alive. I am living. And I have so many cool projects on the horizon. You know, right now, I'm basking in the beauty of all the hard work over the last 10 years. You deserve to get to, to bask a little. Well, you know, every now and then, honey, she's got to, you know, go wall around in the bathtub with the glass of wine and go, girl, you did that. You did that. <laughs> yes, you did. And we are also grateful that you did and keep doing it. Well, thank you very much. And you know what? This is where, for me, my career went around that corner that I had no idea that existed. Kind of like, you know, you got to believe in Oz for it to be there. So Drag Race did that for me. So John, thank you for being a part of that as well. My honor, please. Take care, stay safe, stay in the house. Everybody wash your hands and support these queens and your local queens and and, and the art of drag and love one another. Amen. Always and forever, Alyssa Edwards. Okay, that is it. That was the legendary Alyssa Edwards joining us this week. Follow her on all the socials at Alyssa Edwards underscore one. And you can watch more of her via Wow Presents Plus, where she is bringing you headlines and updates fresh from her backyard in Mesquite, Texas, every week for reals. And there's also a fabulous episode of the Work the World docuseries, which focuses on Alyssa, which you can also watch on Wow Presents Plus. Get all the info at wowpresentsplus.com and keep an eye out for Alyssa on RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race, which starts airing on VH1 this Friday, April 24th at 9.30. And thanks for listening. Thanks for watching Drag Race. New episodes every Friday on VH1 at 8 p.m. 7 Central. And if you live in a territory or just somewhere in the universe where you can't get VH1, check out wowpresentsplus.com to see if you can stream it that away. Now, take care, support some queens, subscribe and say nice things about this here podcast. Please be safe, and we'll see you next week. Mwah!